With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. How I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven of all privilege that our Lord allows us day after day, together by the radio, open God's eternal Word and allow Him to speak to our heart from the Word of God. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out today, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we study the Word of God together. We're looking at the book of John, chapter number 8, verse number 32, for our text verse, where the Word of God said, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And again, I want to say that verse can be applied to any text in the Word of God. But we're dealing in the area of missions. My burden is to help churches establish a Bible-based missions program that will both honor Christ and help reach the world with the gospel of the grace of our God. I can truly say that I appreciate anything that anyone is doing to reach the lost and dying world with the gospel of the grace of God. But I do know that the Bible way is the right way, and it's the way that God blesses, and that's my responsibility to share with you the truths as they're taught in the Word of God. And when you know the truth of the Word of God, then the truth sets you free. You can enjoy serving God in liberty when you know the truth. You see, my friend, ignorance produces bondage, but truth produces liberty. So we're studying just simple questions this week concerning missions. If I were teaching in a missions class, I would simply call this Missions 101. It's the very beginning, the very basics of missions. We're looking at questions and answering them in the light of the Word of God. On yesterday, I began with the question, what is missions? I believe that's a good place to start. What do you think about when you think about missions? And I said on yesterday to the homeless, when they hear the word mission, they think of a place downtown where they can get a free meal a bed to sleep in, and maybe a change of garments to go on their way the next day. When you speak of missions to the average person in America, they see the stomach of some child protruding because of malnutrition, and they think that missions is feeding the hungry and clothing those who are in need of clothing. My friend, while I would not rule that out, I simply say to you, that is not the Bible teaching of missions. But what is missions in the light of the Word of God? And I give you two answers. First of all, missions is someone going somewhere to tell somebody about the Lord Jesus Christ and His saving grace. That is the basic definition of missions. And then, in a more technical sense, missions is God calling someone out of the local church and sending them somewhere else in the world to preach the gospel, lead people to the Lord Jesus Christ, 
Then instruct them in the Word of God, disciple them, train them, and constitute local churches to carry on the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, there are many other things that could be included in missions, but the basic Bible purpose of missions is reaching sinners, seeing them saved by the grace of God, baptizing them, establishing churches, and discipling them to go out and win others to the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn around and disciple them and send them out. And that's the way God's plan is of us reaching the world with the gospel of the grace of God. I thought as I left the air on yesterday of the scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 18, 19, and 20. Here is a good description for our missions in my life and in your life. The Bible said, All things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. Listen now. The Bible said, And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. What is our job? To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So we see in the last part of verse number 18 that God has given to us the ministry, the work of reconciliation. And then in verse number 19, he has given to us the word of reconciliation. What is our job? Verse number 20. The Bible said, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be you reconciled to God. So every Christian is to be an ambassador. But then we see God calls men and their families out of the local church and sends them out. They're called by God. They're sent out by the local church. They're supported by the local churches. And they are responsible to those supporting churches. When they arrive on the field, they go as ambassadors for the Lord Jesus Christ and for that local church to preach the gospel, win people to Christ, disciple them, baptize them, and establish local churches that honor and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. So missions is someone going somewhere, telling someone about the Lord Jesus Christ. Missions in a more technical sense is God calling men and their families to leave their local church, to go somewhere else into the world and help carry out the great commission of the Lord Jesus Christ. When God calls them, the church commissions them, and then churches support them and send them out as ambassadors to tell the world that God loves them, Christ died for them, and then to beseech them in Christ's stead to be reconciled unto God. Now I come today to the second question. We look not only at what is missions, but today I want to deal with a question. Where is the mission field? You say, preacher, where do you have to go to be a missionary? Well, may I say to you again, two answers. In the simplest manner, every sinner is a mission field. Every saved person is to be a missionary. So if you're saved and you see a person that's not saved, then that sinner becomes your mission field. You're responsible as an ambassador of Christ 
to tell them that God loves them. Christ died for them. There is deliverance from the bondage of sin. And there's deliverance from eternity in the lake of fire and brimstone through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're to be a witness to them. You're to warn them and lead them to the Lord Jesus Christ that they might be saved by the grace of God. So every saved person is a missionary and every sinner is a mission field. But then I could go farther. Where is the mission field? There's one on your street. Right up and down the street, the highway, the lane that you live on. I do not care where you live. There are many unsaved people who live in your neighborhood. If you live in a city environment, if you were to take the blocks that surround your block and the people that are unsaved in those blocks would be enough to fill every empty pew, probably in the church building where you attend on the Lord's day. So my friend, there is a mission field right on your street. If you live out in a rural setting, if you were to go a mile up the road or a mile down the road, you would probably find enough unchurched people to fill the empty pews in the sanctuary where you worship. So you do not have to go across the sea to find a mission field. There is one right there where you live. But then may I say to you, number two, for us here in America, there's a mission field not only across the street, but there's a mission field across the states. Every state in America, all 50 states, are in great need of somebody being an ambassador for the Lord Jesus Christ, praying for them and telling them the good news that God loves them and Christ died for them bringing them to a place where they realize their need of a Savior, and the Holy Ghost brings conviction in their life, drawing them to the Savior that they might be saved by the marvelous grace of God. There are many places in our country that is in great need of church planning missionaries. You get up into the New England states, and even across many of the northern states, and especially you go out west, in the Midwest and in the Western states, and there are just multitudes of cities, town after town, village after village, city after city, that does not have one Bible-believing church in the entire city. They need somebody to go tell them that God loves them and Christ died for them. So there is a mission field on your street. There's a mission field across the state that you live in and across all of the United States. Then there are multitudes of mission fields across the sea. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ died for all men. The Bible teaches very plainly in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 14 and verse number 15, that Christ died for all, and all were dead. The Bible teaches in the book of Hebrews chapter 2, verse number 9, that Jesus Christ, by the grace of God, tasted death for every man. The Bible said in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 10, He is a Savior to all men, and especially to them that believe. The Bible said again in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse number 9, that the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Bible teaches us, my friend, in the book of First Timothy, chapter number two, verse number four, who will have all men to be saved 
and come to the knowledge of the truth. The Bible teaches in Luke chapter number 19, verse number 10, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. You see, dear friend, you cannot find a sinner that God does not love and that Christ did not die for. So if you knew a person who is unsaved, then that person is your mission field for this moment. It is your responsibility to share the gospel with them. You say, well, preacher, I'm not a preacher. What can I do? You can give them a gospel track. Get some good gospel literature and pass it out to them regularly. Keep them busy reading new material as far as gospel tracts are concerned and good gospel sewing booklets and Bible study courses. Give them a literature witness. Then give them a life witness. Witness before them with your life. Let your life be a testimony that they can see God in you. But then, my friend, witness with your lips. Open your mouth. Tell that person they're a sinner. They're going to hell. There is no hope for them within themselves, within their church, within their culture or society that they live in. And when you get them to realize they're hopelessly and helplessly headed for hell, then you tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ who died that they might be saved. So what is missions? It's someone going somewhere telling someone about the Lord Jesus Christ. Where's the mission field? Anywhere there is a sinner. Father, take the word. Use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust you enjoyed the broadcast today. How I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven of privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and study his word together. Let me encourage you that you pray for the broadcast that the Lord would bless it and use it to the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Also, I want to encourage you that you write to us and share with us in the financial burden of the radio ministry. Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179, Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179, Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Oh, do not wait. It's gross.